Hello everyone, I'm back for I don't know how much longer. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. Um, I've been busy. These babies, by these babies, I mean Lola. <laughs> just kidding, poor Lola. She always gets a bad rap. She's just my problem child, you know. She's not a problem child. She's my, she's really gonna... They're all going to be something, but Lola's really going to just, she's going to lead. She's going to lead. <laughs> I know that. So, um, this episode is called, Why Can't I Be Normal? <laughs> because I've been really struggling with that. Like, really, really struggling with that. And what I mean by that is, like, I struggle in my friendships and I struggle in my relationships um I'm gonna there might be a little pause here because I'm gonna see if I'm coming up sounding okay I noticed in my last podcast that um I kind of blacked out the sound a little bit when I get nervous I kind of fidget with the laptop and it blocks me out so I'm just gonna pause this and I'm gonna see if I can hear myself pretty well because I'm also trying to keep quiet so I do not wake one of the boys up. So if you hear a little semi-pause right now, it's just me checking. Okay, it's sounding fine. So it's picking up pretty good. Let me know <clears throat> if you guys can't hear me that well. I've been, I haven't had anyone tell me that, but I, I've noticed it for myself that things just aren't sounding the way that they should be sounding, I guess, if that makes sense. So anyways, this is Why Can't I Be Normal? And like I was saying, I really struggle in my personal relationships, like with my significant other, and I struggle in my friendships as well with just constant anxiety and all these different things and like whatever is going on I'm very uh, around me like around the world I'm very hypersensitive if it especially if um it's something that I hold personal to myself you know and I always have to remember that everyone has different views and I really struggle with that, but I don't because both. See, like, I, internally as well. Do you see where this anxiety comes from? <laughs> um, I guess I, I struggle with, like, understanding why everyone can't see why something's not right, you know, or why something's not wrong because... I know that everything is not black and white and there are gray areas. But for me, I really struggle because when things are visibly black and white, meaning things are right or wrong visibly, um, I struggle with people that can't see that. And I know that we all have difference of opinions and all of that, but some things are just like, they're not right, you know, they're just, they're not right, 
and the excuses that are made and and I guess if you've just never personally been been in that situation you wouldn't know but that's where I where my brain is like why wouldn't you humble yourself why wouldn't you want to know excuse me if you haven't been in a situation before and you can't understand it the best way to try and understand it is is to listen a or or try and be in that situation you know so it, it it's just disheartening and that's why I like it's taken me so long to record and I've been I can't, I can't use the excuse that I've been busy but I you know I have five kids and um I'm doing these different things you know I'm trying to get out more because I this is I'll start with like what I mean by I'm trying to get out more I really struggle with um PTSD so which is post traumatic stress disorder and um I've touched base on this and and I I believe in a podcast before um where I spent three weeks like alone in the apartment by myself when I had first moved, you know, out of Michigan, I moved to Virginia. And in the first day, <clears throat> I had just got married and my first day in Virginia, I moved into this apartment and this, you know, sh shifty kind of part of town. And the apartments were like pushed in the back somewhere. It was just, it was a mess. So the first day I got there, I was, I was left there for like three weeks with like little to nothing, no car, no money, um, barely any food, um, an air mattress. Um, and my cell phone, that was it for three weeks. And I really struggle with myself on why I didn't even go for a walk. Why I didn't leave that apartment. Like why I was so scared to do anything. And even as an adult, sometimes I will struggle with that. Like if I'm home by myself with the kids, um, I won't even go in the backyard some days. And then I'm like, Danielle, what are you doing? And I'll notice that it's been like three or four days where I'm keeping everyone in the house. You know, I'm like just a hermit into this house. And I'm like, what am I doing? We have to go outside. I can go in my backyard. I'm allowed to go in my backyard. But for three or four days, I have this buildup of anxiety. You know, like it's building me up. It's building me up. And I don't know what it is. And I, I can't. I, I can't put my finger on it. And that's, that's really where, where my problem um, lies, is, is learning my triggers, knowing my feelings, and knowing when I'm feeling manic. And another thing I, I really, really struggle with is knowing that other people's feelings are not mine. How anyone else feels, it, it's not my business. It's none of my business. However anyone feels about me, 
has nothing to do with me. And like, I, and people are like, why, why do you care so much? I don't know. I, I get older and I really don't care, but I struggled with that for a long time. Like, I don't know. Like, what? I, I don't know why I cared so much what other people, you know, thought about me. I guess because I was busy, excuse me, judging people myself for a long time because I was so miserable. Like, that's all, that is all I did was judge people. I would sit at one of my friend's house and we were just like, talk about people and that's like I started to notice like slowly like I don't want to do this like certain things started to shift for me a long time ago where I was like I don't want to be this person anymore like I want more than this because if you're just if you're not talking about your goals and what you want to do then what's the point what what I don't know. Like, I know everyone gossips and all of that, but when it's an every single day thing, you just kind of, you grow old of it. You know, you, you really grow old of it. So I really struggle with my PTSD sometimes, like just getting out there, like getting in the car and going and you know, taking the kids out. And now that I have my kids, you know, I'm a little bit better. I'm, I can, the older I get, the more I'm like, I don't really care, you know? And I think the other thing is, is like, I think about other people too much where if I'm out, I don't, I don't want Lola to get somebody upset when they hear me trying to get her in a car seat, which have you ever heard two cats mating? <laughs> in the midst of the night. Ugh. If you haven't, be lucky. Or if you want to hear it, Google it or YouTube it or whatever. <laughs> it's just a loud, crazy, horrific noise. That's what it's like putting Lola in her car seat sometimes. But I get anxiety about, you know, um, people staring at me and... Um, excuse me, I'm going to take a drink of water really quick. <clears throat> um, like people staring at me, which people stare anyways because the boys have oxygen. I just had a rant about this on my personal Facebook. Uh, oh, let's see. We got someone working on a poopy over here. Always working on a poopy. Anyways, I just had a rant on my personal Facebook about this. Like, people just staring at, oh, oh, did you get it? He's getting it. Oh, yes. Good job, Ashy. All right. So, <clears throat> I was saying, I... <laughs> It's, I'm just thinking in my head that I'm over here so excited about a poop because he is so whiny. Like, so that his poop gives me anxiety, guys. It's like, come on, just take a dump already, kid. 
But we went to the park today, and, like, the boys have oxygen, and, like, Ashton has a G-tube, which, if you don't know what a G-tube is, it's like a, a feeding tube that goes inside your stomach. It's a little tube that goes in there, and you hook it up to another tube, and it feeds them straight into their bellies, which I'm sure looks funny to people, but come on. We teach our kids not to stare, and I have more people over the age of 45 that stare and ask rude questions than I do younger people. It is the craziest thing I've like the audacity of some of the questions. So that gives me anxiety. But you know, I can't. I can't let this hold me back. And that's where I have to just be like, I have to get in this mindset of like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. This is about me. This is about experiences. This is about my kids. And I and I struggle, like I have to work on my triggers, like I have to work on staying calm, like it's not gonna help Lola while she's screaming for me to cry while trying to get her in a car seat, then it's just a big mess, and then there's like babies crying, toddlers crying, adults crying, oh my goodness, you know, so and there's just been so, so this COVID or coronavirus has <laughs> really messed me up. That's another thing that's given me PTSD. I've been in this house. Um, my significant other works, he um, works in healthcare, you know, and it, it freaks me out. Like, I don't even want him to come back here. So for a while, I didn't want to leave and. I'm really working on it. I, I got a counselor, guys. So go me. That's awesome, right? I've had one visit. And with my one visit, they said that I have negative self-talk, which I've already known and stuff like that. But <clears throat> fingers crossed, it goes, it goes well. But I'll get started with, like, my friendships. And I... I honestly, I struggle in friendships. I'm a loner. I've always been a loner. Like, I've had one friend. I can have one friend at a time. I don't really trust people. I don't, I, and I've always been like this. I, I just, I don't trust people. So, I, I struggle in my friendships. I, I have a fear of meeting new, new people. You know, like, what do they want? What do they want from me? Like, are they going to use me? That's my biggest thing. Like, what do they need? Like, what are they use? Not saying, like, I have anything to offer, but I'm like, how are they going to use me? Like, you know, like, are they going to want me to babysit all the time? Or are they, every time I go out, I'm, am I going to buy? And, like, stuff, every time I go over there, am I going to be the one that has to supply everything, you know? Um it's not fair. Like, I don't, I get nervous like that because I've had my fair share of, like, friendships like that. And my biggest, my biggest issue all throughout friendships and my, my relationship with my significant other is 
<clears throat> how do I get rid of them before they get rid of me? How, how do I make them like just ugh, go away? You know, like how do I get away from them, hurt them before they hurt me? Not really hurt them, but you know what I mean? Like how do I push them away before they can push me away or hurt me? That's what I, I really struggle with. Like, um, and I, and I struggle with handling things as an adult. So, um, my relationship with my ex-husband, I started when I was 15 and ended when, right before I had turned 25. So, um, at 25, I started my first adult relationship. Before that, I, I, I still had, I could take care of my kids. You know, I could do everything adult-like, but I don't really know how to describe this when it comes to, like, a relationship. Like, I still very much so had that um, teenage, like, did you look at her? Um, are you, are you texting her? Um, kind of relationship. Like, you can only look at me. You can only love me feelings. And I, and I'm still working on that, you know, like, do you love me? How much do you love me? Do you like me? <laughs> How's my hair? What is like, do you like my eyes? I don't know. I, sh and I, and I really, it's my own insecurities and he's really good with them. And then some days he's like, you know, are you serious? Like we have five kids together. I love you. Like how many times do I have to tell you? Like, I like your hair and I think your smile is great and you're funny. Like leave me the alone. <laughs> and I get it. I get it. You know, like, because sometimes I'm like asking him, <clears throat> I'm like asking him out of habit. Do you ever catch yourself doing that? Like you're like, asking your significant other or whoever, like, the same question, just, like, out of habit, like, you're saying it, you're like, do you love me? And you're like, why am I even saying that? Like, oh, I gotta, I gotta find something else to talk about, you know? Like, I, so I really struggle with that in my relationship. I'm like, are you, I've been cheated on so much that, and, and I'm talking, like, even in, like, stu stupid, childhood relationships like I've accepted it and I just I don't ever want to accept that again ever 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 again so I'm like are you cheating are you cheating did you look at her oh my gosh and in a normal relationship you're supposed to go out you're supposed to have friends you're supposed to do what you want to do you know like what why why be crazy like that you know so I really I really struggle with that you know um I, I also struggle with the fact that I was grown, like, groomed to believe that everything is the woman's fault. Everything, no matter what. Like, you have to take the blame for everything. So I'm really coming out of that. And I'm really showing my girls, like, you, you, this is nothing is your fault. Like, just because he stubbed his toe while you're talking does not mean that you're the reason why that toe is stubbed. Like, don't don't apologize. Like you weren't standing in front of him. Like if you're having a conversation and he stubs his toe, like, cause he wasn't paying attention. That's on you, baby. You know, that's on you, baby. Whatever. That's how I feel. Like, I, 
I don't know. And then I get like, you're, I'm like apologizing. Like, oh my God, was my talking like bothering you? Was, oh my God, like, I'm so sorry. Like, why am I so sorry? I didn't do anything to you. So I'm working on that, you know? And I'm also working on like friendships, like people talking. I'm, I try and just say how I feel. Like you upset me because of this. And sometimes I didn't, you know, like I didn't. I have a past relationship like where <clears throat> I held a lot in and I held her on a pedestal and I thought she was just so much better than me in, in all ways, you know, and she would help me. Like she helped me with all these things, but she would talk about me behind my back constantly, you know, and it would hurt my feelings, but I never really said anything, you know, and it was like, like, for instance, let me tell you this story. My ex-husband's mom is just really not to, you know, there wasn't very upkeep and things didn't really matter much. So my um, daughter ended up with, Jaden, my oldest, ended up with Lice at the age of two. And I just couldn't, like, get rid of this, this Lice and I couldn't understand where it was coming from. And I found out and I brought it to their attention and they're like, everyone gets Lice. And I'm like, not a two-year-old not a two-year-old, you know, not a two-year-old. But anyways, this friend helped me out with it. Well, later on, she's like, yeah, this girl was talking such and such about like, oh, you're going to hang out with her because, um, and get lice, da, 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 da. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, why would she talk about me like that? And for years, I was so mad at this girl because I would constantly hear about how she would talk about different aspects of my life. So mad at this girl. And then a few years ago, like when I was going through this, my own spiritual stuff and just like changing my life and just cleaning out my life, you know, it hit me one day and I was like, why, why am I mad at this girl for talking about me? about stuff that she's hearing. So this person that I held on this pedestal that I thought was so much better than me, that I thought was helping me at all times, was going back and talking all of this stuff about me. And then I was mad at someone else for it. Like, she didn't know better. She didn't know. She, she just knew all these bad things about me, apparently. But that it's, it's all dust in the wind at this point. But... That those things trigger me to have these aspects in my friendships now where I'm like, oh, the are they talking about me? Does this person really like me? I'm like hypersensitive at all times, you know, like and I don't mean to come off that way, but I'm and that's where I struggle in friendships, you know, like, do you want to hang out? And then I'm like, no, 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 let's not hang out because I don't want them to think I'm too crazy, you know, not not too crazy. But I, I'm really thankful because I do I I do have a good set of friends and I have this one girlfriend that I I absolutely adore. And if it honestly, if it wasn't for her for a few years, like and a few other ones, I don't I don't know, but Every day she's, she's positive and she's sending positive vibes and she's going through her own lives. Like these women go through their own situations, you know, and they, 
check on you and they're and that's that's worth being here you know that that's worth trusting that's worth that's worth loving so i do i do try and i do find myself sometimes trying to push them away but you know i am i am working on that i i am truly truly working on that now my biggest struggle like when i say like with my ptsd or if i get 3 days in like where i'm trapped in the house like i'm i know i'm skipping everywhere but um i want to explain this and try and get ev- everywhere so i can touch everything in it not not be as long you know cuz i know my last few were crazy and i want to if i can help one person you know like i understand i get it um, after I had Lola, I had postpartum anxiety really bad and I didn't want to leave her and I didn't want to put her down. She was my first baby. It took a long time to get pregnant with her. She was born with a true knot. I, my, I had fluid overload with her. Um, I didn't even know if we were going to, you know, have her. It was very crazy. Um, so I just, I just wanted to, I didn't put her down. I didn't put her down for four months. I'm not exaggerating. I just, I held her and held her and held her. But as I got to start putting her down and stuff, I realized that I was having worse anxiety on my own. And I was also going through other things. Like I was living in my sister's house. I was renting my um, sister's house at the time. And I was living with her before that. And people would ask like, why would you move in with her when... Um, all that happened to her, all that happened to you, like, while you would go over there. Well, when I moved in with her, she wasn't with her, not with her ex-husband anymore. So it was different, and I thought things were going to be different, but they ended up being all the same, especially moving there, which caused a lot more PTSD for me in my past. So living there... And then struggling with the anxiety, she had gotten back with this man and then struggling with um, just having my baby and not wanting to put her down and all of these things. Um, I, I would spiral and my brain would be like, you need, to, you need to hurt yourself. The only way that you can help anybody as if you weren't here. You weren't here. And I struggled with all this alone. And I'm very lucky to have my significant other and and amazing, beautiful kids that I can apologize to. Um, But if you're ever feeling like that, you really need to get help because you're not going to be able to always pull yourself out of it. Do Do you hear me? I hope you hear me, anyone that ever feels like that. You're not strong enough to fight that, that, you know, if you're going through anything and you even have one thought, you know, just check in with a friend or, or do whatever, you know, because it's important. Your mental health is, is important. And that's why I'm sharing these things because I've had so many different things that trigger me into, into why, and I can use them as an excuse, you know, but it's just getting help and moving on and, and trying to find a better way, especially if you have kids, because you want them to be a better way. You want them to break cycles. 
Like when I was younger, my parents yelled. They fought all the time. When I start getting anxiety, I yell. I don't know what to do. I'm a, I'm a fixer. When I can't fix things, when my kids are crying or whatever, I get anxiety. So then I'm like, what do you want? What the, you know, like, what do you want? Like, I just want you to stop crying. And it's not because I want them to stop crying because the crying's bothering me. Not saying that I love that noise. I'm saying what's bothering me, what's giving me anxiety is the fear of not being able to help them. Oh my God, I got to help them. I got to help these babies. But the more I escalate, the more they escalate. The more I yell, the more they yell. The more insecure I am, the more insecure they are. And that's what I'm starting to learn. And I'm trying to break the cycle of yelling. And I'm trying to break the cycle of boundaries, especially with men. It's not your fault with with sexual abuse and saying no. No, no, you stand up for yourself. If, even if you don't, and I'm not trying to say like you can be snobby in any way, but if someone's talking to you and they're making you uncomfortable, no, don't feel bad. Don't make yourself uncomfortable for their comfort because obviously they're not thinking about you when they're making these uncomfortable statements. So put yourself first, do what's right for you. And that's what I'm working on. I, that's what I'm really working on. So if you struggle with these things, I hope you can work on them too. Like for instance, um, my therapist right now has me, I haven't done it yet, <laughs> of course, you know, lazy, not lazy. I am not lazy by any means. I, I don't know what that's, here's the thing. That's where I have to stop. That's the negative talk that I do because I do so I so many things during the day. So many things during the day. Like I I started a welcome sign for my. I made a stick. I I, put, I don't know. It's a stick that hangs in my living room and it has lights on it. And I have a little banner that I'm working on that. I so so it's like that I'm sewing that says welcome. And I have all these projects that I do on top of taking care of my kids. So. It's not, and then I do this podcast because I really do love it, and I sh- and I love sharing. So it's, and I'm having a hard time. So if you guys have any ideas, like if I should do lives or anything like that, or if you're interested and what you think, just give me the feedback. You know, email me, whatever. Um, send, seriously, send me what you guys are thinking. That's why I keep doing it. Or if I'm helping you, I have had people email me. I've had people reach out for my number to text me and I've talked, I've connected with family, which I find amazing. Like family I haven't met before, family that I've had in my past that I um, haven't spoken to in years, you know, um, have actually reached out to me. And that's why I'm doing this. This is, you know, and it, and it's another form of helping with, um, my anxiety, you know, with my PTSD, with all of my, um, with all my triggers, with everything that's going on with me. Um, cause some days, some, because some days are harder than others. 
Um, and those are the days where I have to really not be hard on myself. Like the days where I, where if I have what I like to call, um, one of my adult temper tantrums where I just, I can't, sorry if I get really loud there, um, where I just can't take it anymore. I'm working on my ums, guys. I'm really working on them. I, I am hyper aware of them. Once I say, excuse me, them for a while, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I just said, um, probably four times in a row. It's a filler, I guess. I'm working on it. I'm really working on it. I'm sorry. But the adult tantrums are like, I'm sweating, my body gets stiff, and I'm like, like I'm... Like, somebody woke me up like I'm Frankenstein's bride. Like, oh, my God, I'm so mad. I can't control my body. I'm going to climb under my bed and cry now. Leave me alone here to die. Something like that. (laughs) I'm laughing now, but it's intense. And uh, it's hot. It's hard. I hate when people say that because it's like, yeah, everything's hard. You know, you got to do it, though. Everything's hard. Um, I really hope that this helps a little someone, somewhere. Because it's hard to think that you struggle with it alone It's hard to think like you're a bad parent because you cried that day or you just didn't want to do it. So let me tell you something. Today we went out to like this dairy farm. After the dairy farm, we went to um, a nature center to go for a nature walk. And then we were going to go get ice cream. Um, I'm itching my leg. Excuse me. It was, it was such a long day. It was, by the time I got home, I just wanted to sit down, you know? I just wanted to sit down. Because you still have to feed, and I still have to, you know, clean the tubes and chase Lola. And I, I had a great time today. But when you get home and you get on that couch, you're like, ugh. But guess what? The babies aren't, they didn't sit down on the couch and they didn't take their bra off or, you know, their socks off for the night. They're hungry. They want their diaper changed. They want rocked. And that, sometimes that's when my anxiety kicks in because I'm like, how am I going to do this? Because I just want to sit down. And I'm working through that too because sometimes I just, I'm like, I want to, in a non-selfish way, I want to sit on my phone in the corner of my couch and I don't want to do anything. I want, I want to not do anything. And sometimes that's hard for me too, because I'm like, Tina, get with the program, you know, like you can do nothing like right now, like, right. This is my nothing time. So it's fine. It's only 11. Um, 
I think I I think I covered everything that I had written down. I I really wanted to stay under an hour this time, and I think I I pretty much did. I um I hope I helped. I did another um, you guys. <laughs> if I don't have any listeners, it's just because I ummed them to death. From um, I I am um from Umbridge. Can you tell me where what movie that's from? I speak fluent um movie lines and music lyrics, you guys. And I apologize to all of <laughs> the people that listen, like my friends, um, my acquaintances, or people that follow me on my personal Facebook <laughs> because. I really, when I say that I use my personal Facebook as a journal, I really do. So I apologize because I hope you guys know that sometimes I am just manic. (laughs) So I will write anything. I'm just, not that I don't stand by what I say, but some things just really don't need to be said, right? You know, I don't know. I should keep things to myself sometimes, but I, there goes with my right and wrong. It's none of my business. Say it with me, guys. It's none of your business. I just, if you have any of these issues, you can go ahead and reach out to me. Work, I, I, I do yoga and I stretch. I don't, like, I don't want to yoga stretch. And I'm talking like I do it two to three times a week. And stretching, stretch, it helps. Think about what you're going to do. My biggest thing is, like I said, like the negative talk. So, um, I have to write myself. That's what I was talking about because I skip all around. Sorry. I have to write myself that letter, you know. Uh, and it has to be from a place of, like, all positivity. So I have to write a story about what um, what an amazing mom I am, which I really struggle with because, like, you know, in my past episodes, I don't know if you guys have listened, but, like, I struggled with alcohol and Adderall, and I've, and I've struggled with, like, um abuse with my ex-husband and just like my own mental um, issues and I feel bad sometimes that I'm the parent that I am but I have a lot like I do have people that come to me and they're like oh my gosh we I, I love the mom you are but the only people that matter to me are my kids and they honestly do they look at me and they're like you are an amazing mom and I'm like oh my god you're an amazing kid but just as I think that they're assholes sometimes, they look at me and they think, wow, this lady it can be a real asshole sometimes. And I get it. And my another biggest thing for me is apologizing. 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 Um, when I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, you know, I will apologize, especially to my kids. Don't ever be too good to apologize to your kids. Come on. They deserve an apology, too. You know when you're wrong. Don't be too good to apologize to them because they deserve it. Um, oh, I'm going to put a... I don't know what to do. I'm going to get a... Um, <laughs> count. You guys, uh, if any of you... I'm not going to encourage drinking. Never mind. I'm going to get a rubber band, and every time I say that word, I'm going to... It'll help for other reasons, too. You know, the self-inflicting pain that I enjoy so much. Okay. So this was it. I 
um, you can reach out to me at mommy and mayhem at gmail.com. You can find me at on Instagram at mommy and D mayhem. M-O-M-M-Y-N-D-M-A-Y-H-E-M. That's on Instagram. And I have shared the funny story about how my Facebook account is not a business account, but it is what it is. And that is first name May, last name Hem. So M-A-Y-H-E-M. Let me know how you guys are feeling about everything. Should I should I do a live? Or I was thinking maybe some like after shows so I can get some questions like after I get some people to listen. Because I, I can see I have quite a few views on all of them. So I would love to like interact and feel like get the feel of how you guys are feeling. Um, what is worse, me making that? other noise or me saying the other one. Oh gosh. I'm just gonna get off here. I'll leave you guys alone now. You know. You know. Y'all it's getting late and I'm probably shouldn't have even attempted to bore you with this. It's not a bo- negative talk. Negative talk. No negative talk. <laughs> this was amazing. Once again, I hope it helps one person. If you have any questions, um Shoot me a message on Instagram, email me, or find me on my Facebook, or on my personal one if you can find me. You can read my live journals. I hope everyone has a great night. Thanks for listening.